Try to get through, talk about Infinity. We got a, a okay. couple, couple emails. 
Yeah, today's actually 20 year anniversary. Exactly today. Exactly today? Today, 28th of February, hey, 20 years ago. Second, really? All right. All right. Brother. Uh, I'm not the brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wrestler. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, all the, that's how all the wrestlers talk. They call everybody uh, each other. Well, fucking, fucking Scandinavia. I'm not your brother. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are brothers one way or another. You're the Vikings. I'm the Pirates. We're all good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't Hold see on, you, though. I'm Thank coming you to Hold on one second, Toki. I'm coming on here. Where the hell is the oh. Skype? There it is. Yeah. Look, I got your favorite team, McDonald's. Ah, McDonald's. Right. <laughs> there we go. All right. okay. Oop, there yeah. we go. One more. What's going on, Timo? Nice to meet you finally. All oh, right. Oh. <laughs> All right. Good. How are you doing brother. today, brother? Good. <laughs> what are you in the back of a car? No, I'm am... in a room in Mexico. No, I'm I in don't... a I'm in a Uber right now, going to pick up uh, medication from a doctor for my mother. Oh, oh, oh okay. you're just yes. you're on a drug run today, huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, was actually, I, 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 I was myself visiting the doctor like 30 minutes ago. That's why I couldn't do the, the interview with, with uh, oh, Mr. Noon. Yeah. yeah. Timo, I got to tell you, yeah. I've been a big fan of yours for years, man. How you been? Everything good? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so so which country are you in right now? <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. Okay. For the next so the KGB years. and the KLA are leaving you alone right now. Okay, good. For you now, just yeah. got to worry about For the now. cartel. In the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Which part of Mexico are you in? Uh, Mexico City. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You're going to go check uh, out some Lucha Libre while you're there? Well, actually, last night, exactly at midnight, was the first coronavirus case here. Ah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. what happened? Is that the first, was that the first 24-pack of Corona you bought? <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't. <though. laughs> yeah. No, but I was in, in the doctor actually, and, um, because I have diabetes type two, so I, I had to get yeah. the medicine. Oh, and and my and my, my legs are swollen, so he gave me another medicine. Then he told me to like periodically raise my legs for the blood circulation. Because yeah. my blood circulation, blood circulation. Yeah. circulation. Yeah, you yeah. have to do that, brother. Yeah. So. So he told me that this this coronavirus thing here in Mexico it's like more like creating a panic. It's not really happening. So yeah, you know. that's what I think. Yeah, that's that's oh, that's what we're hoping for. It's just panic more than an actual epidemic. Yeah. So exactly. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, I think I think if you you know your immune system is up to you know uh, up to date, I guess I don't know what else to say. Uh, you'll you'll yeah. be fine. Wait, I got Although you got type two diabetes, who knows? You might be next Wait, to go. What? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, Wayne. After all the years and all the partying I've done, I don't think my immune system will ever be up to shake. No. That might also be the reason why I survive all this. Yeah, that's, that's same possible. here. Same here. I might have, we might have pickled. Me and Timo might have pickled ourselves to where we're <laughs> yeah. immune to the virus. Meanwhile, you've lived this clean living your whole life, and now you're fucked. I will be the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will be the first to go. Probably. Actually, there's yeah. 83 Do I get cases the drum here set? right now. You can have. Yeah, I have two island. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's um, 83 people, I think, um, supposedly might have uh, coronavirus. See, because coronavirus growing up, that was just yeah. what you called it. See, Timo, I grew up in Queens, New York, and there's a town called uh, Corona. And uh, the coronavirus the was what it was. Yeah, but there was, you know, coronavirus was just the same for when you met a really hot Colombian girl. 
Uh-huh. And that she was just following around trying to call her and everything. That's yeah. what it's called. See, Wayne's trying not to laugh because he knows it's true. In this okay. I've never lived there, though, but I don't know. Uh, but uh, welcome to the Timo Talkie Podcast. Timo, it's been a long time. I don't remember when was the last time. I don't either. But it's been it a was long. three weeks ago. Uh, three weeks ago, yeah. Three weeks? <laughs> really? Because you were supposed to be on Beyond Bushido, you naughty, oh, naughty yeah, boy. Right. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the, the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi sucked. I think. Yes, yes, the Wi-Fi was a huge yeah. problem. Yeah. Wi-Fi is always an issue. Yeah, but now I, I'm also on the data plan, so if this Wi-Fi fail, fails, I could go to the data. Uh, uh, you in Mexico, so you got that good Wi-Fi. Well, it, it really varies from hotel to hotel, so you know. Oh yeah, sure. All right, yeah. you got me there. We got to yeah. get you in more resorts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wait. Know. Start Why using not? some of. The, we need to use the budget for rats out to get them at the resorts. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll There's go not a water fountain and like floating infinity pools. It ain't for Timo. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta start spending some money on Timo Toki. He's the star of our network. Damn it. Well, if everybody goes to ratsoutreview.com and buy some T-shirts, maybe we can help him out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A little so, bit. A little bit. Yeah, but don't get, we don't get much. Like, money. It, it's exactly twenty years ago today. Infinity was released. That's right. You were just telling me. Well, I, I guess it. I, I guess what it's a coincidence. In, in, infinite, not infinity. Yeah, well, infinite. infinity. Infinite. I don't know. No, it's not spelled it infinite. I thought infinite would be without an e. No, infinite. I, th- I think e. the album is. Called, I think the album is called in, 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 Infinite. Infinite. All right, whatever. Yeah, the called. album's called Infinite. 20, the song 20. is called Infinity. Infinity. That was my first Stradivarius album. That was the ah, okay. first one I ever listened to because I saw the music video for Hunting High and Low. And yeah, you got the dolphins. You got the dolphins jumping in the video. And CGI dolphins. Yeah. How much did you hate your drummer? Because when you watch that video, he's the <laughs> only one getting full blast and rained on. Yeah. Meanwhile, like then they got you doing the solo. It's like a sprinkle on your elbow. Yeah, yeah. The lead singer feels bad, so so that Toki decides yeah. to just fall on the floor. But yeah. the poor drummer. Yeah, <laughs> you guys just well. killed him with water. Well, he's ger- he's German, so he can take it, man. <laughs> Leave in Europe after the rain. Okay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think it was it was something to do with that. Dirk was always like we were always talking with Hitler's voice, and he was like, "Why do you have to talk like Hitler?" All that. So you watered you know, water him this. during the uh, during the, the video. Well, it was actually my idea was first to rent a swimming pool, you know, and, and like the kid would like be underwater and then would raise up. That was my original idea. And I did the covers. I have still somewhere the sketch of the cover I did with a pen. Oh, really? And it was, you know, Tony Robbins in America. America got Anthony Robbins. Yeah. It's like one of the schools. Anthony Robbins, the motivational speaker with the big teeth. Yeah. What are you doing with the fucking life? I had a book from him called Awaken the Giant. You know. Okay, yeah. Which is really about my penis, but that's not re- irrelevant. But, okay, but anyway, that's another. Story. I, I did, I, I did, uh, I did the drawing to the back cover of this book, and it was like, I, I, I took a photo of it and I sent it to Derek Riggs, ah. and then he put it to his fucking Hong Kong. Was that page. when he was working with Martov? He was working with, uh, I don't know, he did. Yeah, with Martov. Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. I could have swore Riggs and Martov were working together back then. I have, I have no idea who that is. I have no and fucking then, uh, idea. Either. Then they also had oh no, Riggs and Murtaugh, they were working together. They were in the uh, LAPD together. 
Oh, I have no idea who that is. Uh, I'm there, you guys leave the weapon references. <laughs> <laughs> you guys leave the weapons. Uh, Rick's is Rick's 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 do you really want to jump? Do you want to? Do you really want to? Yeah, let's fucking do it. I want to jump. I want to jump. <laughs> I, fucking lo- I love this movie with my brother. It's like fucking. You know they're remaking it, right? Oh they're doing another really? one, and Mel Gibson and Danny Glover are going to be in it. I think Gibson's going to do like the sequel to <clears throat> The Passion of the Christ. Really? Yeah, that yeah. would be pretty good. Resurrection. Jesus too. Jesus too. The resurrection. resurrection. Yeah. Zombie Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's for the, the, the Seventh-day Adventists. That's the one they make. I think they make res- Resurrection, it's called. Really? Uh, yeah, and it's in pre- pre-production stages at now, so they start shooting it in the fall. Oh, Jesus, that's a real movie? Jesus, yeah. And, Jesus, uh, the movie, how, how, I, what are you going to do? He's got like one, the movie ends after one scene. <laughs> no, it actually, the, the, it's the ascension to heaven. So uh, the Bible says, because I know the story, I'm not Christian, but I know the story, uh, that the Christ uh, uh, went to hell for three days. Yeah. And this, uh, and this period he will probably describe in the film, you know, mm. when, and then he ascends to heaven. So uh, he, I saw an interview of Gibson, and he said that this is the biggest film in history of, of the whole fucking movie industry. Really? Yeah. But you know him. I mean, he's like, uh, you know what he's doing sometimes. He's you have to be careful with Mel Gibson. Things. Mel Gibson, yeah, the anti-Semitic <laughs> stuff. Uh, harassing yeah. female officers, calling them sugar tits. You know, yeah. none of that stuff helps. You can't do All that this... in, in your career. Everybody can listen to the phone calls, man. This yeah. fucking... Uh, Especially now there's psychotic. cameras. Now everybody's phone has a camera, so they can prove everything you say. You have to be careful with yeah, that. Yeah, gotta be careful. Yeah. I, I've had to warn Timo of that a few times. <laughs> I don't care. I ask you that music video for Hunting High and Low. Yeah, can we that talk was really a little my bit idea. about the music video to Hunting High and Low. Yeah, yeah, it sure. was your idea. I've, I, I like my the idea. story. I like the idea. It's this European man stuck in. Is it supposed to be China or Japan? Japan. I've never seen this video, by the way. Oh, the video is amazing. There's two dolphins jumping yeah. through the water and everything. Those are real yeah. dolphins, right? Yeah, yeah, they're real. How much did that cost you to get those dolphins and to get that footage? Well, that, that was like a public footage. We didn't have to shoot it separately. Oh, it was, it was the, public. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought maybe that yeah. was actual like footage that you guys stopped no. and waited to get some dolphins jumping out the water. No, no. Oh, I did see this video. No, no, no. No, no. So uh, he just took it from somewhere. And uh, the, yeah. the rest of the day, I remember we spent like eight hours uh, uh, standing in the fucking uh, water. You know, that had to be brutal, man. Was it cold? I, what was going on with that? It was cold. It was like two inches thick, like uh, the of water. Yeah, you just eight hours they, in two yeah, inches yeah, was, of water. That's crazy. Yeah, they made like a they made like a big pool, and we they placed the kit there, and they placed Jens Johansson's uh, keyboard. Actually, my keyboard. Which we destroyed then in the uh, in the end. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would be destroyed anyway with all the water. I, there's no way none of that equipment was good after yeah. that. Way too long. No way. <laughs> there's not a like... big enough bag of rice to put your guitar in, Timo. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a lot of water. I am watching this now. What did you do with yeah, the instruments after the this drummer. video? <laughs> well, I think we just dried them up. But I think the keyboard was fucking... Um, 
broken because it fell on the on the water. Oh, really? Yeah. But do you see what I mean, Wayne, about how they're just killing the drummer with the rain? Yeah. The whole day? <laughs> yeah. He is getting it's just the raining most. on him, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you get a Timo solo? Because Timo solo, I mean, I really love the solo. That's what got me into Stradivarius was it's a very much an attacking sound from the beginning. But then some of these solos just how it goes from this attack to like yeah. just this whole big opus that opens up. That's what I love yeah. about your sound, especially okay. once you once uh, you were done singing and you went over to the guitar full time. I, yeah. I was always a big fan of that. And that's oh, why. Cool. This song got me into you guys. Okay, hunting alone. Yeah, I was like very big hit. I remember the my theory of writing these kind of courses is that you have to be able to play with one one finger in on the piano. It's like really simple. <laughs> it's like pop music, basically. You know. <laughs> what because was the idea about? Uh, go ahead. Because I, I I come from like the Beatles and the ABBA school. So my melody style is based on that and classical music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So well, uh, I I really thoroughly like I said it was it was a mixed uh, VHS cassette I got because this used to uh, be like these special clubhouse VHS cassettes where you get a bunch of different music videos on them and the very first one on it was Hunting High and Low and that's oh. how I got into you guys was that and then um, after that I heard uh, Fourth Reich Rising I heard. Um, uh, Infinity, I heard all these other songs. I actually, for a little while when I was wrestling, I used to come out to from about 2004 to about 2007. I used to actually oh. use as my entrance music Abyss of Your Eyes because that was just to me, it was like perfect wrestling theme. That and then it goes into that opus, okay. I, I used that as theme music for... That was back when I had hair, so it worked. Because I was like, <laughs> when I would walk out, I'd have the hair going and everything. And yeah, did, you pay, uh, did you pay royal? I've always been a fan of you guys for that. Did you pay the royal? Hey, I don't let the facts get in the way of the story, right, Wayne? <laughs> I haven't seen the royalties, man. Timo's got to live worry, in the uh, hotels because of you. What? Yeah, yeah, no, you gotta you gotta go after the promoters, not me, because they let me use it, but it was their show. <laughs> uh, okay, so, I don't care. We're going fuck. after you, promoters. You southern promoters are coming for you, you <laughs> son of a bitches. <laughs> yeah. What's your theme song now? Um, I'm actually using "Big Shot" by Billy Joel on the next two shows. Really? Oh That's... yeah, I just I've become a the char- the character has become a full blown prick. And um, so it's like, like the, almost true to life a little bit. Oh, it's very true to life. <laughs> but um, when when uh, the reason that happened was it was my birthday a couple weeks ago, and we went out and uh, we went to this one karaoke bar, and um, I thought it was my buddy who was because we went to a live band karaoke place where it's a live band and you sing with a live band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started singing Big Shot, and I thought my buddy was by the stage because he wore this leather jacket with this tie-dye shirt and cowboy boots, just this ridiculous outfit. And yeah. so when I got off the stage, I stole his drink. I started to drink it, and the guy's like, hey, that's mine, and I spit it in his face, not realizing <laughs> it wasn't my friend. Oh, really? Fuck. And by then it was too late, so I started just singing, you had to be a big shot. Just while walking away from him, <laughs> and he was just in such shock that he just he just accepted it happening. Oh, wow! 
That's too funny. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But come on, was... let's talk more about this amazing album. Yes. Was there any more videos made for this album? I don't think so, right? Or, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Only this one, yeah. I'm what? trying to remember. I like after high and low, hunting high and low. I'm not sure if I remember you guys put out another music video till the next album. No, maybe even the, the album. I don't think so. No, there was a well, uh, no elements was the next. So Eagle Heart was the next video. Eagle oh, wow. Heart. Okay. Yeah, I thought you did one yeah. for Maniac Dance. No, Maniac Dance <laughs> was after after Elements. Oh, was I? I, yeah. I get so confused. Um, elements was 2003, and back uh, back uh, Maniac Dance was 2005. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed a huge difference on this album from the last album that, uh, you know, how Destiny was very dark sounding. This yeah. album seems a little bit more uh, happy, like, you know, your other like your other stuff is usually. Yeah, good. yeah. It's, well, it's Destiny... actually more similar to Visions, I think, on this album. Yeah. Well, it's like because I'm bipolar, so my life is like high right. and low. So. <laughs> you want to know, know why it sounds so happy? Because no. they were filthy, stinking rich at this point. That's true too. And yeah, huge exactly. all over the world. I'd have a happy album too, Timo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, yeah. But it's like on and off, on and off. Like you know, yes. starting from elements and stuff. So, uh, but um, yeah, it was a very good album, and the tour was amazing. And we got first time we had like projections, like backing oh. projections on the screen. We had a screen, and we made some films. Okay. Yeah. And the song Infinity, we have like pretty controversial film because there's a lot of stuff from Vietnam. There's like uh, Hitler. There's it's like Holocaust, you know. And yeah, actually, very... I do remember seeing that because I had a bootleg of one of the concerts, and I yeah. did remember seeing that. I was like, Jesus! But like, yeah. I've always wondered what the obsession with Hitler was because, like, with Fourth Reich and that, <laughs> you know, and that. And... There's been a little bit of shows here and there. <laughs> I'm a fucking Nazi. Just a little bit. No, you're not. No, no. Are you a Nazi? Uh, you're living in Mexico right now. You... <laughs> yeah. You're the worst Nazi ever, if that's the case. He's a Nazi. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I was um, always interested in that because, like, Finland had, like, uh, we, we were brothers in arms with Germany in, in 44. Yeah. So, with Operation Barbarossa, when Hitler, Hitler attacked Russia, the Finnish army attacked two at the same yeah. time. Mm. But the Finnish general Mannerheim, he stopped to the gates of Stalingrad because he knew that this is not going to end well. <laughs> so he saw what's going to happen. And that's, you know, when I've, I've been always fascinated by this guy, Hitler, because he's like how he spoke and his speech, and if you want to call it talent or whatever, but obviously a mesmerizing guy, mm. you know. And I actually, a funny story of what, uh, I, I once wrote a song called Hitler. <laughs> and we had a German, a hit. <laughs> we had a, <laughs> we, the funny thing is that we had a German record company. <laughs> yeah, they weren't going to let that one come out. <laughs> no, I was, that was Sanctuary, German, like Berlin branch. And two yeah, guys yeah. came to my studio. I had a studio in Helsinki. So I said to the guys, so, okay. They wanted to hear the songs, and I said, okay, guys, this is a song called Hitler. It's like two minutes complete You know what? Like... <laughs> hey. What? Hitler? Hey. Imo, we, we got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? This is a good time to ask this question, because I don't think Wade's ever asked you it. The yeah. conspiracy theory that Hitler signed a deal with the United States and was actually sent in a submarine to Spain to go live in the hill, uh, Argentina to live in the hills. <laughs> 
Do you think it's fact or fiction? It's fucking fiction, man, of course. He died in a bunker. So you think he just offed himself? You think yeah, he offed he himself in a bunker? Of course. Okay. I mean, he fought, he fought the German people himself. He was Austrian, and he had Jewish blood. Hmm. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? You you did make enough money in Europe, and you did have enough fame in Europe to know this. So, wait. Did you find, like, a body part in the black market or something like that? How are you so positive? <laughs> Russia, Russians have a piece of his skull. Really? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen it? In a documentary, yes. Oh, okay. I thought maybe in real yeah. life you got to see it. No, I didn't see him. I had seen his ghost every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the next song. That's your next song you're going to write. Yeah. <laughs> so what yeah, have the, the, rise of the, the Rise of the Fifth Strike. Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> no, I think that what happened with the Hitler song is that the, guy, the guys they heard the song at the end. There's a Hitler speech, right? And I put it really low, but you can hear it. Yeah, it's like It's like okay, <laughs> and then the guy said, "Okay, Timo," uh, but I said, "This is an anti-Hitler song, so why can I? Why I can? We have to talk about this, you know." And Jens Johansson was really on my side. But Jerk Michael, the drummer, he was like fucking furious. Is that why so, he got covered in the rain? That's why he rained. <laughs> no, that was that was that was that was That was before the album. <laughs> now the funny thing is that he called me to the studio, Jerk. You know, he screamed me in the phone, and he sounded exactly like Hitler on <laughs> <laughs> the phone. And then they they in Germany. They have a, like a, a institution called Tundesprüfstelle, which checks all the lyrics. Okay. So every album that has been released in Germany has to submit the lyrics, and oh, they are checking so the lyrics. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. So then they said, "Okay, but you have to you have to change the title." <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. And so now it's called. Uh, it's we took it from the Wagnerian opera. Zenith of Power. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds so much it. nicer in German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, the song Infinity, the, the projection movie, we had we had tough times in Germany because it has images of Hitler and images of like Jewish bodies in the Auschwitz and stuff. So we were a little bit like, you know, when we play, when we played in Germany, we were like, can can be used can be used the projection or not? But we used. Hmm. Well, and you didn't get no trouble, no fines with the German government or anything. No, I oh, remember the Ber- the Ber- the Berlin branch uh, was like uh, the director said to me that Do you re- Timo, you really want to be the poster boy for the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you look at it, it was two thousand what two thousand two thousand one two thousand when you were when you were doing that tour. I mean, society was a little bit more open to. Artistical, artistic expression through digital yeah. media back, visual media back then. Yeah, I mean, if you did that today, you might have, you might get canceled. Yes, might. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> you might be relegated to only being able to perform in front of crowds with a "Make America Great Again" hat. And stuff. <laughs> By the way, did I tell you guys? Okay, so it's no surprise here. Who you know, as a Puerto Rican male. Um, and a person who grew up in New York City, seeing everything Donald Trump's done over the years, I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah. But I'm also a prick who doesn't like being bothered. 
when I eat at sushi restaurants and I like to sit right there. Yeah. So um, I bought myself a Make America Great Again hat and I put it on whenever I'm sitting at a counter. Really? Nobody sits to the left of me. Nobody sits to the right of me. If I don't want to have to deal, if I don't want to have to, like uh, the girl I'm seeing, she wanted me to meet this guy that I really didn't care about me. I think it was like an ex or something. I put that hat on. That conversation went two minutes and he was gone. <laughs> so what I'm saying is you don't have to support his views, but if you want to get people to get the hell away from you so you can enjoy a meal or so you can get out of a conversation, just pull out that stupid red hat. Just pull out that stupid red hat. Yeah. And really, sometimes it could be any red hat. Some people don't even know. Yeah. Some yeah, people you got me like there. That. Yeah. I don't so, know about Trump, so, but 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 I know that Infinity was very. I think it's the biggest selling Stratovarius records. Record of all. all yes. All of them. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I think so. It's, I mean, I, it, it is. I, I, I got to tell you, it was it was the album that got me into you guys. It really was. Yeah. Because I saw the video for Hunting High and Low. I really dug the song, and a few of my friends had liked you guys. So then I yeah. bought the album, and I went, oh, this is great. Yeah. Which then lead, led to me buying other albums. And at that time, you know, Napster yeah. was a big... Well, it wasn't Napster. It was another one of those free download things. I went on there just to download a song or two. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want this album. So then I'd go buy the album. Right. And... um that's yeah. how I got into you guys. That's really how I got into you was that. Okay. If yeah. you feel better, was... Wayne was the one who forced me to illegally download it because he wouldn't lend me the CD. <laughs> <laughs> you told you not to bitch. say nothing. Told you not to tell anybody. <laughs> I have to tell on you because I was like, yo, let me borrow some Stradivarius. I was like, no, they're mine. Mind you, <laughs> you see that shelf behind you, Tebow? That's nothing but yeah. CDs he has. Yeah, exactly. He knows. And I've seen him before. He wouldn't lend me one album. <laughs> Not one CD. He couldn't lend me one. He's Puerto oh, Rican. Well. You can't trust those people. Oh, should I erase that? Maybe I should. No, that stayed in. <laughs> you keep that in right there. No. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I took a screen grab of that line, sir. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so, um, come on, let's go track for track. Track for track. Yeah. All right. All right. We already discussed hunting high and low. Uh, Millennium. That's the second one. Yeah. Yep. Well, in general, yes. the whole songwriting process was very fast. I remember that uh, because Destiny was a divorce album. Right. Very dark one, and I was like, as I always do, I was writing about my life situation. So I got rid of the wife, <laughs> and uh, I I was free. So. I had amazing energy, and the songs came, I think, in two weeks. Really? Yeah, we rented this amazing place in the middle of forest in Helsinki, and we did the demos there. And you can see... Holy shit, this... wait, 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 wait. The divorce was before this album. Was The divorce was finalized was the... before Infinite. Yeah, it was the last album. You yeah. lucky son of a bitch. Because yeah. this was the highest selling album you guys ever had, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah, You're yeah, a yeah. fucking hero, bro. You won. You won. Yeah, I won. <laughs> Timo Tokyo, no, ladies won. and gentlemen. Yeah. No, you can see it's called Infinite Visions. It's like a documentary. It's like a, a history of Stratovarius. You can yeah. see it in YouTube. 
for free these days. Like everything is on YouTube. So there you can see the fucking place where we did the demos. And we had more. So we had more songs. We had, I think we have 20 songs or something. Really? Yeah, we chose them. We chose them though. Because Timo Kotipelto wrote, no, Timo didn't write, but Jens wrote Glory of the World and he wrote Why Are We Here? Why Are We Here is like a bonus track. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I could have swore there was a, a an extent, like a deluxe version of the CD that came out. There was there was Nuclear Blast. It was the first album for Nuclear Blast. Yeah, yeah, that's where, because that's what it was. It was the Nuclear Blast uh, VHS. Yeah. That's what it was. It was a Nuclear Blast VHS because it was you guys, Children of the Bodom, yeah. uh, Crematory, and another band. I can't remember, but those were the music videos on the, on the VHS. Right. Yeah. So Millennium was the second one, and that's like for me, like pretty typical sort of our double bass drum. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool song. Nothing, nothing fancy. I don't, I don't, I don't think that the album has any fillers. I think it has. It's no, very that's, strong. Right. Yeah. I, listening because I, I was listening to it today to get a little refresher because I haven't listened to it in a while. Not because I don't like yeah. it. It's one of my favorite ones, but. Um... Yeah, it, it just reminded me, like, almost all these songs are really good. And what's, yeah. Which is funny, because some, some of your fans that, that email me aren't yeah. too much of a fan of this album. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. Why? Yeah. Be- it's, still, it's still positive. It's I a positive album, guess. exactly. Yeah. It, that's what yeah. it comes down to, is they can't let a guy enjoy himself. It's yeah. The musicians always have to be this sad, brewing, brewing <laughs> brooding, just miserable yeah. people. Exactly. Uh, have you not seen how people have turned their back on Trent Reznor because he makes people clap now and smiles when he performs? I didn't really. I didn't know. Really? That. Trent Reznor is jacked. Literally, he's jacked now. He has abs and biceps because he, st- he started making all that money from the HBO series that he yeah. does music for. Mm. He smiles on stage and then he'll be like, come on, guys, clap with me. Dot, dot. And he'll start like, doing all <laughs> clap stuff. It's the weirdest thing because I remember little skinny, miserable Trent always. You make this up, you know. (laughs) But now he's like happy, and people have been turning their backs on him. I hate that about I hate that about fans. I really you can't you can't be a miserable guy and then all of a sudden be happy out of nowhere, especially in this time in your career. Yes, yes, you can. You can absolutely be happy. He got done with the divorce. He knew that he wasn't going to have to pay her for this album. He, I'm pretty sure you guys knew you were still on. Oh, no, I'm not talking deck. about. I'm not talking about Timo. I'm talking about uh, Trent Reznor. Reznor, yeah. But Timo, seriously, you guys. Timo's different. He's doing power metal. Power metal is always happy. So yeah. You know, well, yeah. yes and no. But Timo, honestly, you guys saw the uptick, album for album for album. How you guys were doing? Did you yeah. think Infinite was going to get as big as it did? No, at least financially. We didn't expect that because with Blast, we got a very good deal. It was a very good deal. Oh, and Marcus Steiger, the, the owner of the Blast at that time, when we, when we signed the deal, he told me that, Timo, this album is from God. <laughs> <laughs> that was his exact word. Timo, this album is from God. God. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, the, Ger- the German. <laughs> God. So, if you were saying it from you know, Long Island like Wayne, it's God. 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 Track three, Mother Goya. Mother Goya. Mother Goya. Mother Guy has actually some Queen influences because it has a piano piano part. Which, right. uh, it reminds a bit like Queen, and uh, it's about well, it's my lyric. lyric uh, it's about the environmental issues stuff about rainforests, which now in Brazil they're like fucking crazy burning the stuff. It's crazy. It's the lungs of our 
the lungs of our universe. And they're just yes. burning free and, no, and nobody's trying to do anything to fix it. Yeah. Well, Mother Gaia's lyrics, they're like killing the lungs of the earth. Yeah. You, you Already, called it, man. 20, you called it. You called it. 20 years ago, though. You're, yeah. you're, Nost- you're Nostradamus. No, it's him and <laughs> yeah. Mustaine called it. Mustaine <laughs> called it in Holy Wars. No, oh, okay. Holy Wars, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, brother will kill brother and fight for the land, you know. And then you were talking about, you know, the earth's lungs will burn, you know. Musicians yeah. have a way of saying, hey, this is what's going to happen if you don't pay attention. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, people aren't paying attention. This is what happens. Yeah. You know what? I... No no Stradivarius reunion in Rio for, for Brazil. Fuck them. <laughs> they didn't want to listen. Well, I have a Brazilian tour in July. Yeah, so no, let's you take know that what? back. No, no, no. We're canceling that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unless they put all those, unless they put all those rainforest fires out, it's done. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> I'm your new, I'm your new uh, manager here. To, to <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, okay. okay. If they yeah, want you, they got to pay. They got to pay five riage for every euro. In order <laughs> <to come. laughs> okay, <laughs> that's how it's gonna work. Get those fires yeah. out, or it's five riage for every euro. <laughs> okay, I tell them. Oh, you're not playing near those fires, are you? You're not playing near the fires, are you? No, I th- we actually played Manaus. All right, I don't know where. The only fire is going to be on the stage. I haven't left long that guitar, Wayne. That's true. Manaus is deep in the Amazons. Deep in hell. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah. In the rainforest. All right. Oh, so you'll be all right. It's always raining there. We uh, play Sao Paulo, we play uh, Rio de Janeiro, we play Porto Alegre, we play we play all I, I will be there one month. Wow. And the oh, yeah. so you'll be enjoying all that food over there too. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. fuck around with the food. Caipirinhas. Yes. <laughs> um uh, song four. This song I don't I don't know if you remember EA, but uh this how EA knows me is because he used to basically be my, my drum tech almost. Uh-huh. My, my roadie, my drum roadie, uh, and my band at the time was called Phoenix. No, so when like when this album Phoenix, came out, yep, when this album came out, uh, it reminded me of yeah. you know my band. So just hearing you make a song with that name on it, you know, it was pretty cool for me to. Was well, another one from Tony Robbins? Is one of his like chapter points was Phoenix Rising or something? Yes, and it's it's the old Greek legend, of course. I mean, the Phoenix. Bird. That's crazy how much of an influence Tony Robbins was on this one album. Yeah, I was that time. I was going through a lot of stuff like that. Timo, you know, I'm going to tell you, you got to unleash the inner demon. It's, you got to get that fucking tiger out of you. <laughs> yeah, you have the other... power in you. <laughs> Actually, no, I remember now. It was not Tony Robbins. It was called Brian Tracy. Brian Tracy? No, I like the story better with Tony Robbins, Timo. We're going to stick to that. No, because now the Phoenix came from... I'm telling you right now, I'm going to teach you the greatest lesson in life. Don't let the word, don't let the facts get in the way of your stories. That's right. This was a Tony Robbins-inspired album. Yeah. Well, the fact is that I went to the seminar called Phoenix, which was Brian Tracy's seminar. Okay. Uh Yeah. So the song was born out of the like stuff from the seminar. I don't know. I, I just like, really want to see you and Tony on like side by side trampolines, jumping up and down and stuff, getting fired up and ready. All right, Timo, well, it's I, gonna be a big concert tonight, buddy. You can do it. Well, I can take his money. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah. Give him no, a couple Tony, guitar lessons at about ten grand a piece. Yeah, it's Tony Robbins' album, though, and. Uh, 
Phoenix, like it's for me, it's better than Millennium. It's like a, it's like especially the this part, you know, it's like very driving. Ooh, and we almost died. Wow. <laughs> it was actually their fault. They didn't put no signal or nothing on. Nice. You're good. Don't worry. You're still getting five stars, sweetheart. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, this this song is like it was very good song live. I remember. Yeah, because it's a great sing along with the like the phoenix of life. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love the part before the chorus, and then and then you do the chorus part, which is very yeah. catchy and sing Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And the solos are like typical of Satoru, like Jens and Lee, like me. Jens, I think, me first and then Jens, mm. vice versa. And then going back to the, to the and then last chorus. Yeah, because in the bootleg, I swore, I could have swore it was the song Phoenix, that you and the keyboardist decided to start soloing against each other in like a solo battle. We all was one of the sickest. Yeah, but I used to, okay, well, it was the first time I saw it. Yeah. And I just remember how sick that was to be watching you and the keyboardist go just like solo for solo and like the solo battle. It was yeah. so awesome. Yeah. And we did it every in every gig. You know, there was a section that lasted like eight to ten minutes just improvising. So I played something and he played it yeah. after me. You know. mm. And he always won. I mean, he always won. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of the best keyboard players. For me, he's the best. He left. Uh, no, he's still here. Hey, to, me, he's, to me, he's the best. Uh, Glory of the World. It's funny that I got a WhatsApp message from Anders Johansson, Jens' brother. Oh, really? Is it, yeah. Jens is going to play here with Manowar in two weeks. Oh, wow. I yeah. forgot Manowar. Manowar. Yeah, he's in he's Manowar. In Manowar. He's, in he's a new guitarist now, he's, or what? <laughs> yeah. No, the drummer, his brother, Anders, Anders Johansson. Yeah. The guitarist, the guitarist oh, wait, is some wait. guy they found on YouTube. It was yeah, in a Man of War tribute. I know it's not Carl Logan no more. He no. was my neighbor. He was really? my neighbor. I forgot to say. He lived four blocks away from me, that fucking creep. Where you live now? When I was living in, no, when I lived in Charlotte. Oh, really? Like, yeah, he used to give guitar lessons to one of my buddies and everything. No, and uh, he, yeah, like, yeah, I never knew he was that big of a filthy creep. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that was pretty. You, you know what he did, right, uh, Timo? Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a creep. I think I'm going to see them here. Like, Anders, just because I, I sent him a message if he's going to be with Man of War, because I didn't know that they're going to they have a very big festival here in two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah. didn't they so, have to like cancel their whole farewell tour because of all this, Wayne? Um, no, I think it was well, just starting at the time, oh, and they okay. had to quick find a guitarist for it. Yeah. What was where we talking about? Uh, we're Glory talking of the about, World. Uh, yeah, it's like it's really difficult song for me to play because the, really? this this guy is like fucking genius. I mean, he his compositions are really based on classical music. Mm. You know the song the the song structures the, the chords. They're like fucking weird. So uh, I had to really write everything down. It's like fucking recorded. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's very it's fast lick in the beginning. I couldn't play it. Oh, really? Even in the studio. I couldn't. <laughs> so it's not there. Uh, really nice. 
Timo, with the upcoming tour you were talking about, are you going to have any uh, United States North America days? Well, um, we had some ideas, I mean, to do it, but we had this very strange promoter, which we then had to say goodbye, because she was like some really weird person. But You seem to attract those kind of people lately. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm sure we're going to do something because it's been fucking ages since I've been playing there. I mean, it was 2006 or something. We did this tour. Yeah, you got to come to Atlanta, bro. Yeah. You come to Atlanta. Always, we'll have a couple. Always, we'll come and have I some Pilsner Kells together. We'll go eat some karaoke. McDonald's. Karaoke. Yeah, we'll Timo go do live band karaoke. Oh, you do? Oh, he yeah, does. I love it. Yeah. What are some of your favorite songs to see? Now, I got to hear this. Uh, my, my, one of, I sing a lot of you, too. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like old school, like, you too? Are we talking like Joshua Tree? The, or? Yeah, jo- exactly Joshua Tree. Like where the streets have no name or with or without you and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Some Bon Jovi. You, know. yes. you, just, um, you just took a picture of Joshua Tree the other day, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you I did. did. Yeah. Yeah. The actual tree. Yeah. No, I don't remember where that was, but uh, it, well, it's not going to be just a couple of beers with me, and you know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Timo, you know what we got to do? I got a great yeah. idea, Timo. Yeah. Prague Power is coming in September. Okay. I think we need to do a special Timo Tommy Show podcast. We'll have you come in. The first day will just be us going, doing karaoke, drinking, eating McDonald's. We'll do that on a Wednesday. And then that Thursday, I got a great idea. How about we do Timo meets Timo? We get you and Timo to sit down. We get you guys some <laughs> drinks. Get you some that's McDonald's it. and let's sit down and just have you guys have a conversation. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's a good idea, man. Let's do are, it. Are they playing there? See, Wayne? I told you he'd like it. Well, you're, you're there, so I'm they not. Are, they are playing. They are playing there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Stradivarius is playing Prague Power in Atlanta. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you, well, I think that'd be a great episode just to have Timo meets Timo. I think that Timo yeah. talks Timo. And have Timo and Timo sit down, have some drinks. Yeah, and just have you guys do like a one-hour conversation. Yeah, maybe I could even play a song on stage with them. That maybe. would be amazing. Let me get yeah. you a backstage pass. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Rats out review well, backstage pass. I'm in. So if you want to do it, I'm in because I love the festival. So you hold on. Let's get this straight. If Timo and the rest of Stradivarius is up for it, you would love. To see them in Atlanta, Prague Power USA, on that Thursday, and you would yes. love to even perform with them. Yes, that's yes, big yes, news to me. Yes. That's awesome news. Yes. There you go, Wayne. Because you know, you have to know. You're gonna you have, have, have to, to help out with this. I, one. I, I, I really like America. I really love the country, and I, I have very good memories from the tour in 2006. That was my first time in LA. I remember yeah. still we were in Saskatoon. We had a day off in Saskatoon. <laughs> now in Canada. Saskatchewan, and I bought like uh, I bought this uh, uh, John Deere shirt. Excellent. Did you eat like beaver tail? No. It's a real. It's, like, it's a real thing they eat up there in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. But the fu- the funny thing is that I I I went to the supermarket. I I bought this green John Deere shirt, tractor mm-hmm. shirt, right? And I didn't know what it was because it just looked cool to me. I didn't know what's John Deere. You know, I said, "What's well, Deere? It's like Deere, John Deere." Like so then we went to LA and I was had, had the fucking shirt on me and I was walking Sunset Boulevard with that shirt <laughs> and everybody was like ah, ah, laughing to me like 
<laughs> I fucking redneck or what? Yeah, right. <laughs> when you yeah. come back, you have to wear that shirt with some suspenders or something on. I don't have overalls. We'll get no, you a new gonna, one. I'm gonna, we'll get you I'm gonna one. get you. Timo. I live in Atlanta. I can find you a John Deere T-shirt. You just tell me what color. <laughs> Any corner. <laughs> XXXL. No, but what color? <laughs> Green, it's only green and yellow. Yeah, no, he wants the original green now because they come in all different colors now. Oh, really? Well, you gotta well, have we can get him. We can hit him with the uh, the the hunters hunters camo, which is just like the leaves, like fall leaf colors and everything. Yeah, yeah. Do they, do they have yeah, the color of swamp camo. Timo put a little color in his hair. I see. Do they have that color? Yeah, is purple, that like a purple? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, okay. what is up with that anyway? Well, who did that? It's like the hairdresser. I wanted some color. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Make oh, he didn't tell you about it? No, he just he he goes and does things without even asking. No, me. he no, doesn't no, consult wait, me wait. for anything. He did. He didn't tell you about it. No. Well, then <laughs> I guess it was none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Yeah. Here is the show. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, where did we leave off? Million light years away. Yeah, that's. Uh... Song I wrote about my ex-wife. I had a feeling you did because I could tell by the lyrics. I was going to yeah. ask. Yeah, I am. It's like a really driving track because it's like a D minor, the saddest of all keys, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Spinal Tap. <laughs> it's a D minor. Don't worry about that. Like, jerk off. It's, it's, it's hey, a take a piss. It's a fucking. It's a small street, and he's trying to rush through with all this traffic. Jerk yeah. off. Yeah, so it's it's like uh, uh yeah, you can drop me off right here, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it is it New York City where this guy is? No, he's no, in this Atlanta. is in Atlanta right now. Atlanta, this motherfucker okay. in his fucking Honda Odyssey van that he hasn't cleaned in fucking three years <laughs> with his fucking half rim tire fucking jerk off. <laughs> Fuck him. Now he's getting his, a New York accent coming through, he's getting mad. Sorry. Oh yeah, sweetheart. Thank you so much for the safe trip. I really appreciate you giving me a ride. Thank you for the charger. You have a great weekend. All right. Does she want to be promoted right. on Rat Sound Review? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Take care, sweetheart. All right. All right. So, so this was about your wife, your ex-wife. Yeah, it was uh, about the pretty much the feelings of being like uh, being all years away apart. Yeah. In all aspects. Yeah. So. Up he left. Yeah, again. <laughs> he left again. He'll be back. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, freedom. Yeah, freedom was um, also extremely positive, as you can tell. It's like major key. Uh, it's my lyrics again. Right. Uh, it's really, I went through some kind of a spiritual transformation with this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely started, tell. Yeah, yeah, and it started in Destiny already. Because... On on or in on on dest- in destiny, I guess you say right. in destiny. With destiny, I I was investigating my father's suicide and all that shit, yeah. and I went to therapy, and that really opened me up for this album. And I could write songs like Freedom because I really felt free. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely tell a change on this album, especially from the yeah, last one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's really positive and and. Uh, a lot of I went. I read a lot, and I went to a lot of the seminars, like this Brian Tracy's Phoenix, which was seven days in the countryside, and had all kinds of exercises. And we had like uh, they gave us like a CD, like ten CD thing for the whole thing, 
like you could go through it again if you want. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, and and freedom really is about what it says. It's about being free as much as you can be in this society. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. it's really about leaving the tribe. Uh-huh. You know. Because I've left the tribe, and I, I, I'm not part of the tribe, but I'm part of the humanity, of course. But I don't feel like I belong to the tribe, you know. Right. I go, I go away from the tribe. Which is a smart but thing. It, yeah, but the tribe does. always pulls you. The tribe pulls always you back. Pull you back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the tribe wants you. The tribe misses you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, infinity. Yeah, that's where we had the real choir and, and um, uh, also the symphony orchestra. Oh, okay. That was the really first big, bigger production with the symphony orchestra and choir. So we had a real arranger who was like, then did elements big time, mm. but on, on a smaller scale. Yeah, so there's like 20 piece choir. Ah, uh, uh, Whose uh, idea was this? Mine. No. I wanted to have it really like. But again, the song is very simple. So, um, but it has sort of, sort of similar feeling to visions. It has like tempo changes and, and chord changes and different uh, parts. So it's like eight minutes, eight and a half, I think. Mm. Now, how come you uh, wanted the the real orchestra instead of just having Jens uh, doing it on a keyboard? By, because it's different, man. It's always different. Yeah. The sound, oh, of course, yeah. The sound is different from when it's real. Right. So, yeah. I, and I did the demos, you know, uh, the way I did the demos, I, I, I really, I really uh, heard in my mind how I really wanted to sound. Right. So, so it's like, um, uh, it's, it's really a, a good track. And the lyrics, you know, everybody's always asking, like, what is the answer? Where do we go from here? Mm. You know, because the chorus says, "Where do we go from here?" Right. But the answer is right there: infinity. <laughs> it's so simple, man. Where do we go from here? Infinity. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, celestial dream. Yeah, I remember that was called a lesbian dream at some point. What? <laughs> lesbian dream. <laughs> yeah. We always named songs like, especially live. In the live like uh, set list, there was there was be still dream or lesbian dream. <laughs> That's funny because you know when when I was in the band, uh, we would make songs. We would just find things, random things around the room, and just make yeah. you know a pick a name, you know a pen. Or yes, whatever, you know? exactly. Yeah. So there was that lesbian dream or be still dream, and kids of Judas was kids of Judas or tits of Judas <laughs> or piece piece of Judas. And will the will the sunrise was called will the beer rise? <laughs> All kinds of things. But celestial dream was like really the first uh, song I wrote in my career. Well, then came hymn to life actually, where I did the key to the universe. But uh, celestial dream was like a really first like universal theme. Right. It's like universal brotherhood thing, and I felt like. Because in the therapy, I could really go through a lot of stuff what I have in, I had inside, I have still, but you know I'm aware of it, I'm conscious about it. So I wrote a song, 
part of that. And that has beautiful orchestration. Really, yeah. really, really nice. And some team punish there in the, before the chorus. So really deep stuff. All right. Yeah. Very cool. So, any what, any like different uh, recording things that you did on this album as opposed to the last one? I think uh, the vocals were recorded in the same place where we did the demos. Right. It was like a summer cabin for kids, like really big place actually. Mm. And I I remember setting up the the demo K like a tent made out of mattresses <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. So he was in the mi- middle of the, sort of the small room. To kill oh, wow. the the river, river, like the the room acoustics, and I put a, I had a Sony mic, tube mic, eight hundred C is called, and the sound is amazing. So mm. I, at that time I had a huge rack of mm. like comp- compressors and preamplifiers and whatever. So oh, wow. I went straight to Pro Tools via that, and the, the sound is amazing. And and I remember that the Volcas did not take so long. This one, yeah. So any, not reason, like any reason why? Well, because first of all, it's not it's not really so high, you know. I wrote stuff more like fit to his voice, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's not extremely high, and the vibe was there from the very beginning. The, the positiveness, the positive positive vibe. So that's why it so it really swam into the whole production, pre-production mm. and the real studio production right. mixing and mastering too so everything was kind of easy I guess. right yeah is this one of the easier uh, recorded albums you think yes i think so right. i think jörg michael i just met jörg in prague actually he was Hammerforce tour manager oh really yeah. yeah i remember you posting something about that yeah yeah I, I met him and he was like i was so good to see the guy because he was like almost one year ago i saw him in Helsinki. Right. You know, I just told him how how much I appreciate that he played on these albums and how I really love them still. And I told him that we should be proud of you know the legacy we've left. Yeah, of course. People, you know. Does does he feel happy that the, the legacy with Stradivarius? Yes, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He doesn't see the possibility for the Strada United. So. No. He said that the guys are not going to do it, but he said he will last. Yeah. yeah. Is he up to playing that kind of music I think again? W- I think he would play a couple of songs, but he yeah. would have to, of course. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it without him. Well, you can't do no, it without him. It yeah, I mean, uh, it wouldn't no, be the same. I mean, he play all his records, so. Yeah. Yeah, and he has it still, of course, so. Maybe not the fastest one, but, you know, something like Infinity, he would. I keep hunting high and low would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. Know. And why are we here is one of the bonus tracks, I think, the Japanese bonus track. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think I have that on something. I know I had that song somewhere. Yeah. But, um, George, uh, Michael, so he, um, well, actually, not even just George Michael, was the band band itself happy with recording this album because they like how destiny was a very dark album were they everybody happy to you know do more uplifting songs again yeah i think everybody was very happy so it was really positive the vibe in the studio really easy i think i really think because i talked to york about it and he said that he remembered he did all the drums in one day really yeah 
Wow. Yeah. He did that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he just went with coffee and like, let's do it with food, let's do it, you know. So, of course, when you when you have that level of skill, it's the fuck. <laughs> no, the coronavirus is fucking in Georgia. <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, what is that? Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of coronas, so I feel sick. <laughs> Uh, you just you distracted me now. I hadn't thought. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how long? Like, would he record like for a twelve-hour day, uh, George? Ten. Ten-hour day. Wow. Jesus Christ! When you have that level of skill, I mean, it was like he took thirty minutes mo- the most per song. You know. Right. Right. So, of course, it's ten songs. So yeah, it's easy. So he did a song an hour, even less. Wow. Jeez. Mother Gaia, I mean, I think he did it at one take. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think That's so. That's insane. I've been working Mother on the Gaia. same song for the past three years. I just yeah. can't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> did it's your album take like five years, Wayne? The first one you did? No, that, no. No, that one I actually did fairly quick. And actually, if nobody knows about my uh, first album, Phoenix Rain, check it out. It's all on YouTube. Phoenix uh, Rain. Yeah, Phoenix Rain. Yeah, they but had Jericho's to change their name because there was another Phoenix band, so they became Phoenix yes, Rain. Okay. Right, yeah. Oh, fucking Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. Like Phoenix but, this reminds me that I saw yesterday the Joker film. Oh, you finally saw it? Yeah, I oh, saw it. Oh, how great. What did, did you think with the with the way you know with you having all your mental things? How how did you feel about that movie? Because I know somebody that some people that have seen that can't even understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, some people that have mental you know things. Did it affect you at all, or do you feel anything from watching that? I did feel that I could become like him. <laughs> I did too. I was I, yeah. I was almost addicted. I almost wanted to be like that. But yeah. you, know, you know what movie that gave me a real callback to? Do you guys remember the movie The King of Comedy with Jerry Lewis and Robert De Niro? Yeah. I know so. Like, I saw that. it really gave me a callback to that, especially the scenes where he's trying to get onto the talk show. You know what I mean? That he's trying to meet Robert De Niro. Yeah. Like, it was very Rupert Pumpkin-ish. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I actually didn't know this Joaquin Phoenix. I was like, is that Johnny Cash? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know him either. I was confusing him with his brother. Uh, yeah, because he, I, I think he was really thin. Yeah. I think he, he lost some weight for the role, I guess. Right, yeah. And so I heard think that he, of... got, he, he got an Oscar. I yeah, yeah, he did, yep. That's right, and Puerto Rican right, Joker. It always works. Rightfully right <laughs> so. So yeah, I, think I think the whole it. film, like... Uh, I I really felt that it's good. I really was like, fuck, you know. Right, yeah. What was your favorite part in the movie? Well, he shoots De Niro, of course. You like that part? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that coming? I Of course I saw I knew. Because he, first he's like, he's killing himself. But of course right, he wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah, of course not. And the therapist now, dies as well. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you but, think... Well, that's how they made it look. So who knows? Yeah. Do you think that that is his origin story, or do you think this is just a completely different person? Because the Joker have doesn't no have idea. the Joker has no original origin story. It changes like all the time. So I see. Yeah, because one minute it was 
the red. He was the red yeah, hood first, then the he became the Joker. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have no idea, but I I think the story is really fantastic. Yeah. It was just someone's interpretation of the Joker origin story. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and I think it was great for what it was. Yeah. yeah. It's it's one wasn't of the, the best. Wasn't there a film called Joker Rising? No, I don't think so. No, 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 Batman Rising. Oh, Batman Rising. Well, yeah. Batman and, then, film, and then a so band, there's... and then Wayne's band, Phoenix Rising. <laughs> no, Phoenix Rain. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Shut up, Wayne. So it's it's like uh, he kills he kills the Waynes, right? And the Batman is there. So right, it's also the origins of the Batman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a good movie. Very good movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies, I think. Yeah, also mine. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um, no, they so, did a great job on it. They did. Yeah. So you said the tour yeah. was crazy. What? 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 Yeah. EA? It was like uh, the longest tour so far. I don't see the guy. I only hear the sound. That's okay. We don't know. We need to look at him. So yeah. what, what, what about the tour? I think it was like seventy gigs. 70, wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How many it, days? 70 gigs and how many days? I think fucking 55. Get gigs. the fuck out of here. Yeah. And it was all, all over the world. And there were festivals too. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You were traveling like festivals everywhere. Yeah. Because like, we, I was begging buckets. for you fucks to come to the United States and you couldn't <laughs> fuck yeah. help me. Yeah, yeah. Bakken was, we played Bakken. That's where Timo Kotipo hurt his hand. Uh, oh really? How do you do yeah. that? Well, you can tell little Timo. I don't call him little because he doesn't like it. Just call him like a big Timo. But you know, uh, <laughs> because he's a big guy. But you know, I saved this guy many times from pyro accidents. Right. And it, many times because we had like uh, uh, lights from the ambulance on the stage, always okay. thirty seconds before the actual blast. Right. Yeah. And many times he was standing on fucking top of the fucking pyros. So, like, he, he was going to pull, like, a James Hetfield. Yes, more than that. <laughs> so many, oh. many times I just I took him on, from the waist and just physically shoved him off. Wow. Shit. But on, on this this walking kick, we got, like, extra pyros in the drum riser. And everybody yeah. knew about it. Everybody knew. But you can see it in this Intuition's YouTube clip. that he's going, it's SOS, the song. Yeah. And he got second degree burns to his hand. Ah, oh, fuck. Wow. So you can hear we are like in a total state of confusion because whether we should start the vocals, nobody's on stage. We're like looking around, where is him? And he comes and he has a fucking towel wrapped around his hand and he's oh. singing. Oh, wow. Jesus. And he sang the whole fucking gig. Hell yeah. See, Something like that actually happened to The Undertaker, the wrestler, a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Um, he was doing his entrance, and the match is called the Elimination Chamber. And yeah. so the idea is when you get in the ring, you get put in this little pod, and you, go, you stay in there until it's your time to come out and start wrestling. So yeah. The Undertaker, when he does his entrance, he's got this big pyro show that goes off around him. Well, yeah. they had hired a new pyrotechnic company, and they fucked up, and they didn't tell Undertaker that they moved his pyro around. <laughs> and you see, because this was live on pay-per-view, you see him walking. All of a sudden, you see a fireball come up from under him, and you see him take off his jacket and his 
his uh, his trench coat and just charged to the ring. And you see him turning pink <laughs> while he's standing in that pot and they're giving him water and everything just trying to keep him cool so it's his time to wrestle. Yeah. And then the next day he had this special like yellow burn cream all over his skin and everything like that because he still had to do the next uh, interview for the show. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that's just crazy to me how pyro, you know, everybody forgets that pyro, just like electricity, you know, that's God. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't respect it, it can take you the fuck out real quick. Stop, yeah. drop, and roll. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but this was like he sang the whole fucking gig. And even better than before. Really? Yeah, so I, I thought, you know, you should do this on every gig. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I remember that because we got we were scheduled to, to do South America straight after that. And, of course, it got delayed like two months. Wow. Yeah. Any other accidents happen? Uh, as far as I remember, no. But That's of course, we have, we have the chance to have some damage account. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Every tour. What did he, we had what did he do on this tour? Account. What was the worst thing he did on this tour? Well, he did the same thing. He had like he had, he has like a saw and uh, he had like a hand puppet and a gas horn. <laughs> fucking back. And every backstage he was he was sawing a piece of wood from the door. <laughs> and he he wrote like the, the name of the venue and the date and the city. <laughs> so at the end of the gig in the tour he had like fifty five pieces of wood. <laughs> so what the real question is where's that puppet today? Yeah. Well he doesn't have it anymore because he's a father now. So he toned down. Oh, so put all the toys away. Yeah. Oh, so he put the puppet away. <laughs> no, what, was the, guy, what was the puppet? He, I think it was um, it was some girl. I think oh. <laughs> Barbie, like Barbie or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was, was always in the ho- he was o- always in the hotel. He had like the hand puppet and the gas or like, <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah, excellent. And this guy, like we really every tour, we had to set up a separate damage account. <laughs> Excellent. And then we took out home from his wee- fee whatever he's destroyed. Right, yeah. What, was the, most you had, what was the most you had to owe? I think the most, because he was always like uh, deba- debating what he has to pay. He always said, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes we had like photographic evidence. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in Budapest, he in on this tour he broke a toilet. Oh really? Uh, yeah. With a pyro with a pyro. Oh man. <laughs> in Petafi Hall. It's like two and a half thousand people sold out show. But because it was sold out, the promoter said he doesn't have to pay. Oh wow. You got lucky. <laughs> yeah. well, you the promoter said that the venue didn't, yeah, but the promoter said he, <laughs> the promoter said that. Hey, as long uh, as someone says he doesn't have to pay, it's someone else's that's responsibility. It. That's you right. have to see this. You have to see this infinite visions because everything is there. All his pranks on this really? tour is in. It's of really? this tour. I never even yeah. heard of that. I'll, do, I'll to go look and look it up. It's called Infinite Visions History. All right, I'll have to look that. Yeah. So, Timo, you ever he, miss those days? I do a lot, a lot. Like, like, I'm, take away, like, take away the money. Say the money wasn't there for. Say the money. Obviously, the money's there yeah. for a reunion one day. There, there's, yeah. there has to be. Yeah. For the day that Timo gets back on stage with Stravis, take that away, but just getting some of the guys together and yeah. just playing together and just fucking around like that. 
you know, those are memories that, you know, that that's family. That's brotherhood. You know what I mean? It was brotherhood. It's true. It was true brotherhood. And the tours you were know? amazing. And, I mean, you got to miss those times. You know, do you still I reach miss... out and call them or email them? Ever? Yeah. You know, we live in... And you guys are doing do. good now these days? Yes. I, I'm good. mostly touched with Lauri Porra, the bass player. Okay, good. And, and with uh, the new guitar player, Matthias Kupianen as well. Yeah. Well, that's right, because you wrote two songs for the new album, right? One. You wrote one song. Yeah, called Danger, but they didn't take it. Oh, okay. So <laughs> then you use it. Fuck them. I use it. Yeah. Yeah. Free well, we were, music we were talking. We were talking before when you left. He he just uh, hung out with uh, George, the drummer. Really? Yeah. yeah. In Prague, he was he was a tour manager of Hammerfall. Oh wow! So that's what he's good for him. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. So yeah, so you guys always stay busy. So everybody just pretty much stayed working in the music business in one way or another. Yes, which is good course. because sometimes yeah, but some sometimes you know these bands once they break, you know, some people just disappear for forever and just decide, okay, I want to go back to being a civilian. Yeah, you know what I mean. Has that ever crossed your mind about becoming just a civilian or? I could not you, do that because I have to express myself. I have to do yeah, it. I would be dead. I would die without music. Yeah, you see, because I think I think you got what I got, Timo. And the problem is, we're entertainers, and so yeah. it's not a job; it's a calling. It's a calling. Definitely. You know what I mean? And, and for some so. people who don't understand that, it's like the idea of a, a of a easygoing sitting at a desk nine to five job. That yeah. that just it kills me when I'm not wrestling and I'm not on the road. It kills me, man. So so I yeah. get where you're coming from. Yeah, you know, and and you know, I'm glad to hear that you're touring again. I'm glad to hear that you're going to the doctors and getting yourself checked yeah. out and doing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I'll be honest, I'm a big fan of yours, but I also worry about you sometimes, my friend. But are you using WhatsApp? Uh, I I can. Why? We're going to become friends on WhatsApp? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> He's friends with everybody on WhatsApp except for me because I won't use it. I refuse. Well, that's your fault, Wayne. Because <laughs> well, no, because here's what we got to do, Timo. We got to figure it out. We yeah. got to do a day where we're doing. We got to get you down here to Atlanta. Me and you go out, have yeah. some drinks, have some karaoke. Yeah. And you know, we just make like a special video presentation for Rat Salad Review, a day in the life of Timo. Okay. We got to do that. We got to get okay. you down here. Because yeah. I also want you to compare McDonald's because you have Prague, you have Finland, you have, uh, you have. I'm pretty sure you've had. Now you're gonna have Mexican McDonald's. Well, <laughs> so here, in Me- gotta... here in Mexico, you can have the McDonald's without a sauce. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, I yeah. Can't so I want you to. They put salsa. We're on gonna have sauce. you. Yeah, they put a sauce on everything. <laughs> no salsa. Yeah, salsa, salsa on everything. Damn it, it's delicious. Yeah. But it's McDonald's salsa, so it's not that good. But I want you, we want, that. even if that's just one thing we do, is just you comparing what Pilsner or Kel tastes like in Prague versus the United States, the different McDonald's, yeah. and you rank the different McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do all that. That'll be fun. Do I, do I need a visa for the visit? No, it's just going to be a hangout. Passport, okay. Holiday, yeah, holiday trip. Oh, cool. Okay, when is the date? For what? Oh, uh, Prague Power? Yeah. Uh, it's in September. Wayne, you got the computer in front of you. Quickly, Wayne. All right, sorry. I wasn't ready Quickly. for this. Quickly. Keep talking. So it's like I am. Prague, at the, Prague, Atlanta, Prague. Yeah, Prague Power, like progressive. It's Prague Power USA. Yeah. Um, yeah, that night Stradivarius is playing and Pain of Salvation's doing, um, 
Oh, shit. They're doing one of their albums in its entirety. It's the, the album before, uh, and now we're at a concrete lake. I forgot what it's called now. Oh. It's a great album, but, you know. Okay, okay. I think but, it's September, September, September 11. 11. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, okay, so let's, let's fly you in on the 10th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I'm a hard joke for me to say, damn it. Okay, that's a hard joke <laughs> for me to say, but I still said it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this is my Uber, is it? Let me find out real quick. Yeah. Uber. Hold on, let me ask. Uber, 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 Alice. Simone? What's going on? So, so is everything everything settled with Prague now? What's going on with Prague? You've had a long, a lot of shit going on. Well, I I still have to go back <laughs> because there's like a lot of stuff going on still. And uh, oh, nice glasses. Thank and you. Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna set up some kind of a business there. Mm. So, so what about clinics, clinics and stuff? And what about the music school in Mexico? You still doing that? Yeah, I'm but, gonna but go. I'm Mexico gonna go right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm gonna. Place. I'm that's gonna right. start teaching because I have a birthday next week, third of March, when I turn fifty-four. Oh wow! Oh, we're yeah. getting up there. It's Happy like third of March. Third of March, sixty-six, which can make you six, six, six. So I'm the Antichrist. I have a tear left. Yeah, there's there's. <laughs> Let's yeah. see the back of your neck. Okay. I, have, I don't know, Timo. I think I think the school setting up the school in Mexico is a great idea. Yeah. It is. We're gonna have to have a special uh, Timo yeah, birthday episode. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, when is Timo's birthday? Next week. It is next week. Timo Tomogi's birthday is next week. Excellent. Third of March. We have to do that. Where'd Timo go? He's right there. I'll be. I'll be in Mexico. No, yeah, he's. Oh, his, uh, Maybe I'm gonna have to. You know what? That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to cross the border to Mexico and go find Timo for his birthday. Oh, come here, man. We'll go party. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, we'll, I'll come down to Mexico. Wayne, we're going to Mexico to hang out with Timo for the day. Prepare yourself. <laughs> I'll put in for work. Uh, what's going on with the new band? Because now uh, Mike Vissera is gone. And, yeah. Um, I guess you got a new keyboard player, right? Yeah. Jimmy Pitts. Yes. Yeah, so what's going on with all that? What happened? Well... We were sort of like, because when when I heard the new songs, I I, I sort of I thought like it's not really for Mike, All right? You know, so then I I remember the guy, this George from Peru, which I did a gig in last September mm. for doing like Stratovarius classics, right. and this guy is like a huge Kiske fan, and he has a voice exactly like Kiske. Yeah. So you know, <clears throat> so we got just. Called him up. My manager called him up, and you know, and now he's doing the demos. Okay. And Jimmy is doing keyboards, and then I mix them. Whatever I am, I'm gonna mix them myself. Right. You know. And also, sorry that you wrote. Are you doing five more songs now, or are you just taking five songs from the songs you already did? Just there are, I think, thirteen songs all in all, and we just do five. Oh, okay. Out of those. Oh, so you're like, like releasing an EP or something first, or? No, it's just for the shopping the deal. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I hope one of those songs uh, end up in my email. I, you want to have the demos? <laughs> yeah, of course. I can send them to you, sure. Yeah, I want to check them out. Yeah. yeah. I want to see what we're yeah. going to be prepared to hear. Yeah. 
Well, I have both of the very original demos with just a guitar and voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Who did the drums? Who ended up doing that? Because I remember you posted something about uh, somebody Mr. doing the drums. Mr. Q, bass. Mr. <laughs> I offered to do them, and he never sent them to me. Yeah, it was a plan to have Alex Horsworth coming down, but there was no time and money, so we had to yeah. do it like pro- program drums. Yeah. So he's still going to be involved with the project? Cause, uh, Alex is. Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah, cause I was trying to get him on the show, but he never. Uh, he he got busy, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to answer busy some? With Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah, he's busy with Rhapsody. Um, all right, you want to do some questions? Yeah. All right, cool. Got a few. Because uh, Kazik Cage Rescue. If I'm not pronouncing that, I'm sorry. Uh, what's the chat you have at the end of I'm Still Alive? You can't quite understand it. But that's not that's not uh, infinity. No, it's not infinity. It's just questions, random questions. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's uh, when Jörg Michael did the drum solo. Okay. He just performed a drum solo, and I'm like astonished. I'm like, you can hear him because we left it to the record, and he's like, I'm like, what's that? And he said, I told you so. I said, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and we put like uh, we put like a huge like a uh, some sample of like big football game. Okay. And Kotipal was like singing "Hurrah!" Like, <laughs> you know, there's a drum solo. And Jörg was like, "Fuck, I can't understand this humor," like, because he's very German. Right. So but just a bunch is, of different. The, the talk is about really that I'm asking, "What is this?" And he said, "I told you." So I said, "No, it doesn't matter." <laughs> Oh, okay. he said, fade it out. Fade it out. That's what he said. Yeah. I can't even think of what this is. I don't even know. What, are, what album is that on? Uh, Elements. Oh, okay. All right. Elements. And when I get there, I'll, I'll be reminded. Yeah. Uh, is that the question? There are some songs in which it sounds like there are two guitars playing. <clears throat> Was the second guitar always the keyboard, or were you playing two guitar parts? If the latter is true, how do you do it in live shows? Is it does it specific specify a song? No, I guess well because on, on certain songs you do double up your guitars, or probably on every song you double up your guitars. Well, I double always the rhythm <clears throat> guitars and sometimes the solos too. But right. we have always we, we had with gents like uh, duels, so you know we played in unison. Yeah, and his sound is very much like a guitar tone because he has like uh, still has like a distortion box. Right. So it's a tone very similar to the guitar, so it's like really blends well, well. and it sounds like a guitar, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, some some do. I, I noticed yeah. that some parts do yeah, sound yeah. like uh, you're playing yeah. guitar. Yeah. Um, Connor Hessian. Hessian. Uh-huh. Uh, you can just say the question comment is from Conbot. Oh, okay, I wish I would have read that first. This question is from Conbot. Uh, in my opinion, the solo in Playing With Fire is one of Timo's best. Short, sweet, and awesome note choice. I've always wondered if he played the lower octave or if he used some sort of hardware octave harmonizer to get that sound. Playing With Fire. How is that? Want me to play it? Oh, that's a harmonizer. Harmonizer. Okay. Harmonizer. Digitech. Digitech. I use, Digitech. I used on Destiny. I, I bought uh, 
the Digitech, it had a lot of like 4,000 rainy nights, had a lot of clean parts from this right. device. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Gomez, that's an easy name. Yeah. Uh, two questions for Timo. Number one, uh, Timo, how do you capture the sound of guitars in the studio? What microphones do you use? The sound is great. Yeah. Well, this is my bank account. What? <laughs> for the answer, because I have these production secrets. <laughs> uh, well, it's no secret. I mean, it's sure 57 straight in the middle of the speaker card, you're touching the cloth. And the knee mic preamp is around. But any tube mic preamp, but any good mic preamp. We used a lot of, like, Mikko Carville, who mixed all these albums. Uh, He had, like, Starcraft Spirit 60-track mixer. Oh, wow. And we used that for for Infinity. Okay. So it's really no secret. It's just like having a great amp. And a great sound, and it's really in the on, in the finger. Yeah, the and then no nowhere to place the mic and everything. And no, it's a really matter of like. Well, the, the, you put mics in a different spot; it's going to sound different every way you put it. Yeah, but for the rhythm guitar, you don't want to have the room sound. No, I mean, no, of course not. Yeah, so I put it, it really cool. close. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then uh, minimum, minimum, minimum of equalization. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question two: Do you like football? What do you think of Finland's first qualifying for the twenty twenty European? I'm not following football. I, I'm more of, of an ice hockey fan. Ice hockey. All right. Yeah. I don't like either. Or Formula Formula One. Oh, you like NASCAR stuff, racing? No, NAS, not NASCAR, but oh, Formula that's One. Same, that's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's still race cars. No. What is Formula One? It's race cars. No, it's bigger than NASCAR. All right, but it's still cars. Yeah. Uh, actually, here's a question. Um, Marcos Salvatierra. He asked me this uh-huh. a few weeks ago. Um, he wants to know... He's from Argentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw some videos on YouTube where Timo talks... Uh, Timo Toki appears... Uh, oh, never mind. Sorry, I'm reading what he's saying about me. Uh, he wants to know where he can get the book, the Gold Handbook of Recording Heavy Metal. Nowhere. Nowhere anymore. Nowhere. I was selling it online, but I don't have it anymore. But maybe I write a new one, because people are asking all the time. And that would be because I have, my, my brother, Tero, is designing a website for me now, so we're going to have like a downloaded section. Maybe I just write a new book for recording and mixing. You know. It sounds like a good idea. Yeah, why? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, People ask you all the time, so why not? Yeah, they do. Uh, uh, Miguel Gomez had a third question here, sorry. Do you think George's departure may be because he doesn't feel the same chemistry of the other of other times? No, no it was only because he got enough of traveling and he said he's too old and he wants to spend time with his family. Okay. It's really the rational reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he sent... uh, Miguel Gomez sent another question. Boy, Miguel is just asking a lot of questions here. Yeah. Uh, Do you read music and uh, write with... I don't even know what this is. Sibelius software? Sibelius. 
Yeah. It's a Finnish composer. It's actually a grandfather of Lauri Porra, the Stratovarius bass player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do read music. I went to the music school and I, I have a sort of a degree. But when I write songs, I never think about, you know, the notes and stuff. I do, I'm aware of the musical theory. But my, how I write songs is more like uh, based on the, my knowledge, you know, as a songwriter. So what, whatever works and whatever doesn't. Right. <clears throat> uh, Niemand asked, he wants to know about the Visions cover. And what about, yeah. uh, oh, I guess the, uh, the album cover. Yeah. That was done by Andreas Marshall, was like a German artist. Uh, it's Nostradamus's hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's really all from the song visions. So it's yeah. like uh, the hands are on the globe, and there's a there's a there's the the comet and the rainbow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he also wants to know about the hymn to life album cover. That's also Derek. That's Derek Riggs as well. Like in oh, is it? Yeah, it's Riggs, and he spent a lot of energy for the hands. He told me that he didn't get the hands right, so it took forever. Really? Yeah. I don't know what whatever software he was using, but the hands are like the, the statue, yeah. which is holding this child, embryo. Right. So yeah. he told me that he spent a lot of time for that. Oh wow! Yeah. I can't wait till we get to that album. I really love that album. Yeah, that's um, it. Oh, here, all right. He's already asking that. Let's see. Um, also, with Visions, you had released three albums in three years. Then there was Destiny. The following year, what was it like to release four albums in a row? What was it like? Well, that was our life back then. I mean, we were we had a contract. Which specifies the timings of the real life delivering the, the masters. Yeah. It's like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> you know. uh, have you thought about inviting Elise Ride to sing in your upcoming album? Actually, this is something I, I can tell now because I don't think it's a secret, but there's going to be another Avalon. Oh, is there? Yes. Oh, wow. Because I'm still signed to Frontiers and they want. Actually, they still they have a right to have two Avalons. Oh, really? Yes. Originally, it was supposed to be a trilogy, but now they just told my manager that they want one, and so now I'm I have I'm looking for uh, a subject because I want to make it a theme album again. Yeah, yeah. And Ellis is going to be there. Okay. Yeah, I talked to her. So, I, what's the deal with Frontiers now? Since uh, you have to do the album. Well, the deal is that I have to make the Avalon first before Infinite Visions can, can, out, right. can come out. Right. Yeah. So the deal is that the Avalon, uh, after the Avalon, has to be four months in between the Infinite Visions release. Right. Well, what about with the company itself? Because you, you uh, aren't really friendly with them. No, and then not with me. <laughs> they, just they, want... just, they just they want to use my name. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think that's actually it. Uh, let me yeah. see. Here. Oh no, Patrick! I think the last time when we got cut off, uh, Patrick Hader. I think we have one more question from him. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Sabotage's Chris Oliva as a guitar player? It's, it was great. I mean, he was actually not really as an influence, but 
you know, I'm, I didn't meet, actually, no, because he was dead. I met John Oliver in Germany. Okay. On a festival. I still remember that. He was not as huge as he is now. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully he's getting himself in shape. Yeah. Like, he was, uh, he, fuck is that? he was like, uh. <laughs> this, is, this is the best time to murder somebody in the background. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, they call him Mr. Mountain King. Yes. And I remember going to the breakfast and he was there. I'm like, good morning, Mr. Mountain King. Like, good morning. <laughs> yeah. And Chris was great. I mean, too bad he died. Oh, oh he's calling. He's horrible, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for the questions for today. Okay. I'm glad we were able to catch up now. Yeah. And uh, we got a good show. I think people are going to be very happy. I have some messages. Where's the next Timo show? Where's the next Timo show? And you've been a busy yeah. guy, so it's been hard, hard to uh, catch up with you. So Yeah, but now I'm here, so we can do this next one in a week, whatever you want. All right, awesome. I will be, I'll, I will be around. So Elements, then. Next yep. Time. Yep, so or everybody... Um, well, I wanted to get to. You know what? I wanted to try to do all your albums like in order, oh. but then I, I forgot about your first solo album that was like way, way back. So I, we're just going to go through. Right, I was gonna, we're going to go through Stradivarius, and then we'll go through your solo, and then we'll, we'll do oh, all okay, that, that okay, way. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So please go to com, Check out all our other shows. Watch the past episodes of Timo Tolki, and we just did an interview. I, I, you're not a huge Merciful Fate fan, right? Yeah. No. Or you're not not really a fan. But uh, we just did I a very... I cannot sleep <laughs> Wrong band. That's King Diamond. <laughs> yeah. But uh, their original, original Merciful Fate drummer, we just did an interview with him. That guy never does interviews. Nobody's ha- hasn't heard of him in like 30 years. And we got a uh-huh. hold of him, and we did a really cool interview, about a two-hour interview with him. With Skype. Very cool. Uh, yeah, yep. Oh, okay. What yeah, is so his name? Kim Ruz. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you mean everybody... the singer? Like no, he was... Player. No, the drummer. Oh, the drummer, okay. Yeah, yeah, very cool guy. Okay. Uh, actually, you should try to get a hold of him to do one of your songs. He would probably probably do it. Where is he from? He is from Denmark. Ah, he's Danish. Okay. Yes, he is Danish. Danish. Like Lars Ulrich. Yes. Yeah. Okay, my battery's dying again. All right, your battery's dying. Everybody go check out ratsoutreview.com. <laughs> there's one more thing. I'll go buy a t-shirt and... I don't know. I don't know what else. I was going to say something, but it doesn't matter. Thank you. I will see you next week. And if anybody has questions, review at gmail.com. We will see you guys later. (laughs) Keep pounding in the background. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) See ya. Bye.